Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Jason Sayan. Jason is the founder of I Am Saying. Please welcome Jason Sayan. All right, well, welcome, Jason. I'm here uh, with uh, Jason Sayan, and uh, great to see you. How have you been? I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. We, we love having you on. Uh, so, so this week on the Smartpreneur blog, we're going to talk about uh, one of Jason's recent blogs, Lean Six Sigma versus EOS, which is the Entrepreneurial Operating System, versus OKRs, and what tool is right for my business? Jason, I really loved this article. It, it was terrific. I, I learned a lot and uh, just really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. No, oh, thank you. But we thought we'd take a deeper dive and, and let you uh, go a little deeper into the subject and, and let our audience uh, hear some opinions that you might have and, and get some learnings uh, about these different subjects. So uh, would you give us a brief overview of what Six Sigma, EOS, and OKRs are and uh, you know how they might relate to each other. You know how how they uh, how they might work together, and you know maybe what their differences are. You know that type of thing. You you know better than I. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I found as as someone who's passionate about business, and I, I read a lot of books and listen to a lot of podcasts. I think if you're a business owner and you're looking to make improvements, it can be overwhelming. Of how am I going to implement this, or what am I supposed to do? And there's sure. you know hundreds of methodologies out there. So I think first, whatever tool you use, it's got to speak to you. It's got to fit within your business's personality and, and not cause like a lot of disruption. And so I picked these because I know some integrators use them and I think all of them are uh, very helpful and could be easily integrated into an integrator's business. So, you know, starting with, with Lean Six Sigma, I'm a Lean Six Sigma black belt. Uh, I work for a company called JL Audio that used that principle to build out their assembly line. So tr traditionally it's been used a lot in manufacturing, but Lean Six Sigma, the core foundation or mindset is really a set of tools that helps you remove waste from a process. So- Came from Motorola, right? Yeah, yeah, actually it was started out at Motorola. It was used a lot at GE. It's used at American Express. Uh, so even though they don't really manufacture anything, they do have services. And so, when I went and studied it, I just thought it was interesting because I think there's a lot of tools that can be used there for anyone's business. And just simply being really agile and focused on 
all right, this was wasteful. How do we get rid of it? How do we make improvements? You know, implementing software like you uh, offer is one of those areas. So it's it's very easy to understand. Um, there's a few books that are on it, um, but it's really a, a mindset that you adopt to of just anywhere you look in your business, being able to identify waste and deal with it to just overall become more efficient. So gotcha. I, I really like that methodology. EOS is a kind of a different animal. And so if you're interested in learning more, the book Traction is a fantastic book that goes into detail about what the system is. But EOS is really an operating system. And think of it as software has operating systems to run a computer. Um, EOS is kind of the same thing for your business. It's, it's pretty intense um, because it literally holds the owner and the employees accountable for what their goals are. And a lot of times if you're going to implement EOS, you have to hire an implementer to help put it into action. And it can take six months to a year, but those that have adopted it have really changed how their business functions. It's become more efficient, become more profitable. Um, so it's, it's, not, uh, it's not something that's uh, easy to implement, um, but if you're really looking to make transform transformational change, uh, that's a good, good system to look at. Interesting. And OKRs? Yeah, the last one is OKR. So uh, again, I like to reference books. Uh, this is a really good book written by John Dewar. And so that was something that was started at Intel and was really more of a methodology on goal setting. So again, lots of different books on how to set goals and attain them. Uh, but I think OKRs is interesting because it looks like a, a goal or what they call an objective. And then you come up with two or three key results that if you do these things, you're probably going to hit the objective. So, you know, the blog goes into further detail, but in, in a sales function, people say we need to grow sales 20%. And then that leads to signing up X percentage of new customers. Uh, the OKR methodology is a little bit more obtainable and really helps you with that goal setting mentality. And so when you look at all three, you could certainly use all three in your business. You could implement EOS have a mindset of Lean Six Sigma and use the OKRs to set your goals. EOS does have its own goal setting system, um, but all three kind of complement each other if you're looking to make big changes in your business. Very cool, very cool. So it, it occurs to me that, you know, in, in order to, um, and I, I, I'm, I believe you talk about this in the blog as well, but, you know, in order to really make this work, uh, you've got to get team buy-in and, and, and the management's really got to have great oversight. So how important is team buy-in uh, and management oversight on successfully implementing these types of strategies? And how would you recommend ensuring that uh, essentially that they, they both actually happen? Uh, that's a great part of the challenge, right? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's incredibly hard. I mean, if you don't, if your team doesn't buy into the change, um, the initiative is going to fail uh, because they have to be a part of it. Equally, it's important that the owner walks the walk and talks the talk. I've, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen clients where the owner wants to do all these great things, but is not willing to change themselves. And it's simply just not going to work. Like you might make some improvements and be better than you were, but um, everybody's got to be on the same page. And so, you know, the, and I think the more that they feel they're a part of the process, so the earlier you bring your team in, the more that they're going to have buy-in. Uh, so, you know, nobody likes getting an email that says, hey, tomorrow we're starting to do this, right? 
But if it's, yeah. hey, we're gonna we're gonna meet and discuss some changes that are coming up in the future, give them a chance to bring some feedback on uh, you know what it is you're gonna implement. I think you have a better example of getting them to have buy-in. So as an example, if you wanted to bring EOS in or you're entertaining EOS uh, for your company, maybe you buy the book Traction for everybody, let them read it. If they mm -hmm. read that book, they're going to really have a clear understanding of what you, the owner, are looking to achieve, and you're going to have a better chance of getting buy-in. Makes sense. Yeah, it seems like the earlier you get them, uh, make them part of the of, of asking the questions, uh, then then they would definitely feel part of uh, what the answers are, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, ch you know, changing behaviors in a person is is always a challenge, uh, yet changing, you know, the behavior of a whole team or a whole company, it's, it is very challenging. Where, where does an integrator really start uh, if they want to uh, affect change, uh, you know, from throughout, not only throughout the whole company, but it's got to go all the way down to each person in that company. Where do they start? Yeah, I, I think it starts with being humble and having an open mind and it has to start with the owner or the you know, partners, whoever owns the company or is running the company, I think it has to start with them because if they don't have an open mind, they, they you know, shouldn't expect their team to have an open mind. But I also think it, yeah, and I think it, I think it also is important to sit down with the team to find out, like, what are the challenges that you guys face out there, you guys and girls, right? Like, how can we make your lives better? Because ideally, whatever you're doing to change in the company, whatever system you're looking to implement or software, whatever that thing is, um, it's got to make everybody's lives better. And I think if the team knows that you, your goal or your objective is to make their lives better, again, I think that's going to help them want to make a change because even though it's going to make their lives better, it's still change, right? Change is difficult. Nobody likes that. Change is but, hard. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're going to create that, that open mindset with your team if they know that your goal is really just to make their lives better, rather improve the, your bottom line. Yeah, win-win situation for everybody, right? Yep, absolutely. Makes sense. All right, well, well we're with Jason saying today, and, and Jason, again, appreciate your time. Uh, the blog, Lean Six Sigma versus EOS versus OKRs, what tools write for my business is available at simplyreliable.com. You can go under our blog section. You'll find the Smartpreneur blog and uh, read it over, subscribe to it, check it out, share it with some friends and see how it might help out your business. Uh, these podcasts are available on our website as well, uh, as well as our YouTube channel. And, of course, any place you, uh, you catch your podcasts, you can listen or, or watch, depending on their service. Uh, Jason, if somebody wanted to uh, you know, ring you up and, and, and maybe uh, pick your brain about this, uh, how would they find you? Uh, they could go to imsan.com, and there's a link to uh, reach out to me and contact me. Awesome. Great. Well, again, thanks for your time today. Uh, thanks for all the smartpreneurs who tuned in to, uh, to listen today. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Smartpreneur blog. Have a great day. Thanks, you too.